0: Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 63010 Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Well, hello there. It's uh, Wednesday, March 2nd.
2: Hey, let's see. Let's say it's the day after the March Oilers 2nd. beat uh, the Sabres. There you go. Yeah, March 2nd. Yeah. yeah. It's confusing, isn't it? Somebody texted yesterday, uh, we should change the name of the show to the uh, 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye or <laughs> Andrew, Andrew <Gross>. Rose. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> so good to have you back, Jalen nice, Nye.
1: It's nice to be back. Nice to be back. So. I think
2: I accidentally started some rumors. I didn't mean to, but my inability to tell people where you were. And I know that you told me where you were going.
1: What you didn't remember. I did not. Or oh, you just weren't paying attention.
2: I wasn't paying right. attention, honestly. I'll, I'll take full blame for so it. So what I, did you tell people? I, I don't know. Is what I told people. I'm. i I people would text in. Well, where's Jalen and I? And I'd say she'll be back Wednesday. And well, where is she? I'm not sure. And <laughs> I knew you were doing some military type thing. But typically when you're doing those military type things, you don't tend to tweet or Facebook about them until you're back from them. Or I So I don't know if there's some...
1: Well, you obviously were not on Facebook uh, or on Twitter for the really? last uh, few days because, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was put up there. Oh. I, was at the, I was at the 29 Palms uh, U.S. Marine Air Combat Center for the last four days in 29 See, Palms,
2: California. You probably told me that. In yeah. fact, I'm going to say you did tell me yeah. that. Yeah. But you've just told me again, and I couldn't repeat yeah. that. So.
1: I was at a big Marine base, American Marine base, nice. with um, uh, my squadron here, 408, and uh, one of the Chinook squadrons from out in the uh on the east coast they were doing a huge training exercise down there. So got to so how, do how much fun was that? That was uh, pretty amazing.
2: Now wait a second, because you were gone Thursday, Friday, then you were gone Monday, Tuesday, but you weren't in the same place on both No, okay. Thursday,
1: Friday I uh was doing uh an event for the Alberta Association of uh Peace Officers. Okay. Yeah, so they had a big do out there and they asked me to come and uh Take care of that for them. So.
2: Oh, I yeah. did see a tweet to that effect. Something about you being as beautiful as the scenery, or something.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not nice. sure who tweeted that. But not but, out of you. You. Oh, did it? I tweet it? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, you didn't tweet it. <laughs> no. I
2: think you shared it, liked it, and posted it. Here's but. the. Here's, here's a question for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I suspect if any anyone, any of our listeners. Oh, by the way, we we have the Guns N' Roses. Your
2: chance to get qualified for Guns N' Roses stay at 4:20. 4:20. We did oh. it at 3:20 yesterday because the show ended at four. Okay. Uh, nobody. Seemed upset by that, and really it worked. It it worked, and in hindsight, the only person who could potentially be upset about it is the one name that we said. But, but believe, they called. But they called and qualified. Okay, so we're, so we're
1: gonna do that at four twenty today. Elfie Zappacosta yeah. is gonna be on the show at three thirty. Had Elfie on the show a couple of years ago. Just you know, he's he's a bit of a well bit he's a Canadian music legend. <laughs> he's I mean a like bit the, guy, of a legend. the guy's been around doing stuff for, you know, forty plus years and and now he's just put out a new album and all sorts of things going on. So we're gonna talk to him at uh, at three thirty. But I had a question
2: for you. Sure, I got an answer.
1: Why do you have your... Sp- now, this isn't the question, but why, is the- why do you have your flashlight on? Well, oh,
2: because as I mentioned to you as we were just coming to air, my headset doesn't you work. Lost the- I lost the little uh, converter that plugs into the big... You know okay. you go from the little uh, plug to the big plug? I, ha- I need a <laughs> converter for that. And it, it popped off as okay. the show was starting, and so I grabbed just another. An artist. Okay. Yeah.
1: So rented a vehicle to uh, go out to Jasper with on, okay. on Thursday because yes. I just seem to have challenges Ooh. every time I go to, to Jasper in one mm-hmm. of my own vehicles. The very One of the first times, that my, my whole vehicle crapped out at the front gate and I had to have the Mounties come pick me up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that true?
1: It's a very true story. <laughs> I was emceeing the gala for them that <laughs> night and I actually had to call them and my dad was there. He was my date and we're standing on the side of the road with a tuxedo and a ball gown <laughs> and I'm calling the RCMP detachment Jasper saying, "Yeah, um, can you come pick me up please? And I'm like, who are you? So I'm your guest speaker tonight at your gala. Uh, where are you? Well, I'm Jalen Nye from Global Edmonton. You're in Edmonton? Oh. No, no, no. Anyway, so I uh, showed my dad how to ride in the back of a police cruiser.
2: Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. You'd you know. Well. you got to put the ball cap on sideways before you get in. I know that much.
1: But, uh, and then uh, the site one of the other times that we took that same darn vehicle out there, the uh, brakes gave out. Oh. And you really need to have brakes when you're in the mountains.
2: It's it's, it's recommended. Yep. So
1: that little weekend getaway turned into uh, a small fortune. So this time I thought, okay, I'm just going to rent a car. Just rent a car. Sure. So went online. De-de-de-de-de. Okay, midsize vehicle.
2: Boom. That's your first mistake, but okay.
1: Yeah, apparently it is.
2: There's a fine, uh, there's some finesse involved in renting a vehicle. Can I?
1: Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. When did a midsize vehicle turn into a Volkswagen Golf.
2: Well, that's exactly right. That's like, here's a a comparison for you that you'll uh, completely understand, and it encapsulates uh, 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 rental vehicles. You know uh, when you're at the K-Days there, the big celebration we have every summer? That's right, yes. um, And they tell you that if you do this or that, you win the large prize. And then when they pull out the large prize, it fits in the palm of your hand, and you're like, "What? that's the large prize? No, no, no. That uh, yes, that's the large prize. The extra big jumbo prize is the one that you thought you were playing for. That's kind of the same thing with rentals.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was renting, and it said there, like, uh, like a Chrysler 200 or something like Could one be. of those vehicles. Yeah. But then uh, I pulled up, and there's two Vo- two Volkswagen Golfs, and I l- went in, and she said, "Well, it's the vehicle right there." I said, "A Volkswagen Golf is a midsize vehicle. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay."
2: Well, if you're a tiny person, I suppose. Now,
1: yeah. I looked. It was like a clown car driving to <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> She's the big redhead. She's got she her knees nice like way right here. up here. <laughs>
2: here. Well, first yeah, of all... it was all, great on gas. Sure, of course it was. Uh, the, you do it the other way around, I find. What you do is you rent the economy car, the smallest car, whatever they have uh-huh. f- on their website. And then when you get there, they try and talk you into moving up in sizes and moving up in price, mm-hmm. to which you completely refuse. And then at that point, they typically admit they don't actually have the small car you're looking mm-hmm. for. Particularly when you rent from a one of those you know offices that aren't their main office like out out of the airport or at a hotel or something like that they'll almost always upgrade you uh, because the car you rented is not available but you're uh, you didn't get an upgrade opportunity at all from this
1: no i think there was only two cars in the lot did it have four doors Mm, yeah and i think that's that's a mid yeah Mm. come on
2: well i'm hey listen i'm i'm just trying to be fair here that's a mid-size, That'd I think. be
1: mid That's like calling me compact. Well, like, come on.
2: <laughs> nobody say anything. Um, and there's no upgrading you. So that's where the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, nope, that's the way you do it. But ahead,
1: having said that, yeah. there and back on a tank of gas, sure. and it cost me $31 to fill it up.
2: Yeah. That wasn't bad. Nothing wrong with that. You picked a good time to be uh, doing some traveling, too. Oil prices, gas prices way down. Hey, so well, good. then
1: they've just jumped again in the last couple of days. Oh, have back, they? Yeah. Oh, all
2: right.
1: But then, that so that was interesting going from there. And then to to get to where we were, to 29 Palms, you actually fly into Palm Springs. That Palm Springs Airport. Have you ever been to the Palm Springs Airport? I don't think I have. Uh, it's lovely. It's, you know, there's a two separate buildings and there's a nice area outside because it's always gorgeous in Palm Springs. But the thing that you hear the most in the Palm Palm Springs Airport is. Can I have a wheelchair and a wheelchair runner to Gate Eight? Wow, really? Can I have uh, another wheelchair and a wheelchair runner to Gate Eight?
2: I didn't think that's what you were going to say. I thought the thing you hear most of the Palm Springs Airport is
1: four. no. I'm
2: assuming it's on a golf course. No, well, no, no.
1: But it was. Um, it's it's remarkable. It's old. There's a lot of older people there. Well, and yeah, the place it's Palm is packed. Springs. Well, it's Palm Springs, and I get that, but it's, you know, there are a lot of traveling, a lot of old. But I, the...
2: I didn't know Palm Springs had an airport. Was there a lot of private planes there?
1: No, I didn't see any private planes. Oh, all right,
2: so commercial.
1: But having said that, when it comes to renting vehicles, you want to talk about a place that has a of a lot of really nice rental vehicles. Really? This is the Palm Springs Airport. They're Not, not a VW Golf to be seen. I was
2: just going to say they're not screwing around <laughs> with pretend midsize. It's Lincoln Continentals. Oh, gosh. <laughs> with their left turn signal on.
1: Oh man. But yeah, it was an um, interesting trip.
2: Well, you didn't miss much around here. No? No, we plowed through the show. I was, what did I do? Four without you? Mm-hmm. Four in a row without you. Mm. And today is a full size show. Yeah. Two to six.
1: And then we, then we have the economy shows on That's Thursday correct. Friday.
2: We end at 3.30 on both Thursday and Friday. It's glorious to be back in the afternoons again, isn't it? The Oilers, of course, in action. Uh, Thursday against Philadelphia, Friday against Columbus. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Someone just texted in and says, Jay, Chrysler 200 is no bigger than a VW Golf. Huh? Well, no, look bigger on the picture. <laughs>
2: Was it a standard? No, thank good. Right, no, well, No,
1: no, that, that's not happening.
2: So, did I can't it have a standard? Really? Did it have not power well. everything?
1: Mm, yeah, I think so. All right, well,
2: I don't know what you're complaining about. It was about just that.
1: small. <laughs> low, yeah. Low, what
2: were you low, hoping for? And can low I
1: to the ground.
2: Yeah. D- I, because they tell you what they could be, right?
1: No, it says like a the two Chrysler 200. That's what it was. It did. Nowhere did it say a VW Golf.
2: Did I tell you when I rented a vehicle in uh, Mexico that the, you know how they do the inspection of the outside of the vehicle? The only thing the lady from Dollar rent a car, and I only rented from Dollar because they were in the hotel lobby, and we went outside for the inspection. and It's been a while since I've rented a vehicle. So yeah. And I, you know, typically you look at, you know, uh, dints and dings and, and cracks in the windshield. And she normally, typically, or he normally notes them all down. You sign and agree that that's the way the car looked. We walked out and she was like, all right, it has a license plate on the front and a license plate on the back. And I went, okay. And she goes, bring it back with both of those. And that was the inspection. That was it. hmm And I did.
1: Yeah, you know... <clears throat> I've had talked to some people that have had some rental car challenges, mm-hmm. right? I mean, next thing you know, a bill shows up three months later for $700 for, for something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had photo radar tickets show up for times, for periods yeah. in which I didn't have the vehicle.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we, on our honeymoon,
2: uh-huh.
1: rented a Mustang to uh-huh. drive from, like, Victoria to Tofino. Right? Okay. So just we thought, okay, because that's, I, I love Mustangs. Who doesn't? I mean, they're, you know, they're Mustangs. You turn it on and it just, grrr.
3: yeah.
1: And I thought, okay, this that was out on the coast. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, but anyway, we pulled up in front of the hotel and we got a little close to the curb where all, you know, it says no parking or yeah. ye- parking and all the yellow paint. Yeah. <laughs> a little, the rims. Got Ooh, yellow, 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 oh, yellow all the way down, uh. right? So then we're losing it. We're absolutely losing it because we thought, like, oh, my gosh, how much are the rims on this going to cost to replace or fixed and fix? And I'm sure that there wasn't any yellow on the rims yeah. when we left. But somehow we managed when we took it back that day. Um, the, the attendant was quite, she was pr- fairly preoccupied. She was heavily pregnant, and I don't think she really wanted to do much of a walk around.
2: <laughs> so she just looked out the window She's and of looked yep, She that's came and looked Mustang. out the
1: window, and we said, Oh, yeah. And by the way, you know, we have a case of beer in the back that we didn't drink. Does anyone, you know, get, want it? And just kind of uh, left thinking. it for the. Yeah. And left.
2: That's what you want. Uh, Left. You want the employees of a car rental place having beers. Uh, well,
1: to take home.
2: In, in fairness, and I, you know me, uh, Jaylen and I, I'm always trying to be fair. Um, I have written off rentals. <laughs> and and rentals, uh, rental companies have been very good about it. Because you take the insurance or your credit card has the insurance. Uh-huh. I, I've been in the middle of trips where I destroyed the vehicle. Or I was in the vehicle when it got destroyed. And one phone call, and typically the first thing they want to know is exactly where you are. So they can get you to the next location where they can replace the car. They're they're actually really good about it. It's the scrapes, dents, and and chips in the windshield yeah. that they're a little fussy about. But if you actually write the car, so if
1: you're going to do it, do it well. Is that that's what, you're what I'm saying? saying.
2: Like if you pick up a chip on the windshield, just put that thing right into a wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Lindsay, what's on your mind?
3: Hi there. Hey. Hey, uh, how again? Uh, hello again, again.
1: Hello, hello. See,
3: Today, uh, Andrew was talking about what I was going to talk about when you rent a card. The, the must thing you must have is take out their insurance.
1: But if you have the insurance on your credit card, you're good to go, yeah. right? Yeah. You well, need, you need to make sure stuff. of that.
2: You need insurance for yes. sure. Yeah.
3: No, you are got to take their insurance because, like you said, if you. My insurance company has a card that can, you can use for the rental but it's a $1,000 deductible, whereas okay. Okay. their insurance is zero deductible.
2: Well, it all depends on the company that you get your insurance through and the product that the rental company is is offering. But you're absolutely right that you should be fully aware of what yeah. your coverage is for the reasons that you're mentioning. But, yeah, I, I always have. I, I rent with a whatever gold card that... Um, has a no deductible on the... Uh, or, or, sorry, has, I think, $500 yeah. deductible, and then I get the no deductible from the rental company okay. so that I'm good to go, which I always yep. feel guilty about, or I have felt guilty about in the past when, when I've actually written off their car because it almost looks like you I planned, planned it? it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: Well, that's what I mean. If you're wrapping around a tree, just call them up and say, bring me another car.
2: Yep, they're real good about it. <laughs> really, really good about
1: it. Are you
3: okay? And, <laughs> yeah. So, uh... On, uh, my bad experience with renting size of vehicles was I uh, I fly to Comox once a year, and I said, well I'm gonna rent something the cheapest one. So I ended up renting a Mazda 3. Oh yeah. Which I'm six I'm six foot two, two hundred fifty pounds, <laughs> mm-hmm. and size thirteen, size 13 feet. Yeah. It was it was it was a struggle. Getting another (laughs) death. Yeah, it was
1: your version of the clown car. I hear you. I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, if you can touch the ground on both sides of the car while driving the car, something's gone wrong. (laughs)
1: Thanks for the call, Lindsay. Take it easy.
2: Yeah. Ah, Car rentals, eh?
1: Yeah, good times.
2: Used to be my life, renting cars every week.
1: Somebody just texted in and says, uh, was in Palm Springs in November, upgraded from a compact to a Mustang convertible for an extra four dollars a day, I had a marvelous time, the car made the holiday. Oh yeah.
2: Well, always ask them for a deal. Yeah. Right? Always. I mean there's other cars available and they wanna rent out they wanna rent out their least rentable vehicles, right? And sometimes the big ones are the least rentable. Four bucks so. more a
1: day, you've got yeah. it.
2: I'd certainly take a look at that. Oh,
1: yeah. my goodness gracious. I watched one older lady. She must have been, I don't know, probably close to 70. The, the 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 hair just done right up, pulls out in this cherry red Mustang. And I just gave her the high five <laughs> right course. away, the thumbs up, like, way to go, lady, way to go.
0: You're listening to the 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Ched, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's
1: 224.
2: It's Jalen and Andrew. It oh.
0: is indeed. A number of people
2: uh, texting, tweeting, and sending emails <laughs> with regard to insurance and uh, rental car uh, scams and uh, yeah, I remember that story back when it happened
1: out in, uh, in BC. British so, Columbia, yeah. yeah. One of our uh, listeners tweeted us a link about a story. It was from 2012, but yeah. uh, it was a a car rental place and a former employee saying, "Here's what would happen: people would get charged for for dents and scrapes, and would not it wouldn't get repaired? Wouldn't get repaired? The only time that it actually went into the shop was when it
2: needed a windshield. That's right. Uh, I mean, and, and listen, we weren't really prepared to talk in depth on this no. topic. But while we're on it, uh, two things, two tips that I would give you are if your credit card uh, comes with insurance on rentals, it's always a great idea just to, a quick call to the credit card company to see exactly yep, what exactly. that covers. Uh, because oftentimes what happens is you take out the car rental insurance and that voids mm. the credit card insurance. So you just want to make sure... Uh, of what you're doing and check with the rental car uh, company as well the other tip i always used i would insist on a car that already had a chipped windshield it either had to have a bit of a crack a bit of a chip on it somewhere and then i don't have to worry about the windshield and we would just agree that it's already chipped and away we go because it, it's hard anyone who lives in alberta it's hard to take your car anywhere and not pick up a chip yeah and that's why you live on pins and needles when you rent a car because you know it's a matter of well, what was it? It's not a matter of if, it's, it's a matter, matter of when.
1: when. <laughs> did you know? <laughs>
2: 90% of you, anyway. Uh, so, yeah.
1: It's so the first thing we did. Or actually, it was going through it all. I was like, need to call the credit card company and say, mm-hmm. what do I need? Because I get all paranoid about all that sort of stuff with my lock. Yeah. Something would crap out on the side of the highway, and it's
2: yeah. And you know what? It's one of those things that you say, but you don't really know, right? People do it all the time. They're like, "Oh, I'm covered from my uh, credit card company." And when you're renting, and they offer you the insurance, people oftentimes say, "Oh, no, 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 I'm covered with my my credit card," and and they accept that to be yeah. fact because you're saying it, so they assume you know what your coverage is. But as the caller pointed out, the deductible might be a thousand bucks. You might want to check.
1: Hi, Alan. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. What's on your mind? Uh, Well,
4: it's a long story. I'll try to make it a short one. Uh, I rented a new Dodge 3500 diesel here a couple years ago to take out to the lake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I live north of Edmonton, so I get my friends to drop me off in St. Albert to pick it up. They take off. They tell me, oh, your license is expired.
2: (laughs) Your driver's license or the plate?
4: No, my driver's license. Uh-huh. So now I go, okay, now i got to get a ride to go get my... And they close at noon, right? So I'm scrambling. So finally get that done. Get home. We're, you know, it's wintertime. It's after Christmas. We're going out to Laclaviche or or lake lot. So I load up this... Pardon me?
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Just
4: listen. So I, I load up the skidoo, and I slide that in there, and uh, I got this radiant heater that I put in front of the skidoo in the box. So it wouldn't blow out, right? Yeah. So you know, I'm praising this diesel all the way to the lake. Out nice. it has this four by four crew cab. We get to the lake. Well, I gotta go through about two two and a half feet of snow to get to the trailer, right? Molly is "No, I'm no, nope, just park on the road. No, no, it's four wheel drive. You can go anywhere, right?" <laughs> so, first mistake. So as you, I drive in there, pull up beside the trailer and. Like I'm stuck now, right? I'm in front of the trailer. I'm stuck, and I go, like, this thing's not moving. I don't know if the front, the front diff, you know, something locked up in it. Yeah. Right? So I'm rocking it back and forth, and I put in reverse, and I just nail it, right? bang. <laughs> the tailgate's down. I back into a tree that's been there for like 20 years.
3: <laughs>
4: it, I, I wipe, I ruin the tailgate push the skidoo into my brand-new heater that's in between it, and push the skis through the wooden box liner. So, <laughs> I get... Uh, who knew that tree was there? Yeah, but, oh,
3: yeah.
4: So, I get the truck pointed towards the road, right? But it's its its not moving. Like, it's just, I, I'm shoveling. Like, I, I'm down to the dirt. You know, gophers are looking at me now. <laughs> so... <laughs> And this thing is on dry ground, and I, I can't get it to move, right? So me bring, you know, a mechanic, and I'm an auto body mechanic to boot. I put, it in, I put this thing in four low because, geez, a diesel can't get a truck moving on dry ground and four high. So I figure four low is going to be better, right? Mm. So I step on her and come bang. I snap off the front drive shaft. <gasps> <laughs> well, it gets,
1: it gets better. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're going to have to hold on because we have to take a break, Alan. <laughs>
4: no, uh, okay, no, it's just it gets really good. Okay, hold
1: on. Hold on. Okay.
0: This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Okay, it's 235. We were talking about kind of rental... We car were. stories and boy, oh boy, just keeps on going. Alan, we we <laughs> left him at the break, so he had rented a a diesel. Th- uh, what 350, no, 350? Yeah, three fifty? No, three fifty?
4: Yeah, thirty
1: five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Yeah. Yep. And beautiful.
4: it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful truck. It
1: was. You took it out to the lake. You had to go through the snow. You got it stuck. You backed into uh, a tree. You ruined the tailgate. You pushed the snowmobile through a heater, through the panels at the front. You 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 dropped the differential.
2: <laughs> well,
4: no, I snapped off the front drive shaft.
1: That's it. Okay.
4: Well, if
2: you're gonna That's do it, do it, it right.
4: Well, no, no, yeah, well. You know the nice part of it. I didn't tell you it, it, it grazed the uh, the transfer case, right? The transmission. Yeah. So I didn't wreck that. So that's uh, so. By the time I got the drive shaft, you know, I got a ratchet strap, got it tied up out of the way. By this time it's dark, right? Yeah. yeah. So thank goodness Debbie got the kids and herself AMA for Christmas, right? <laughs> so they <laughs> gotta love AMA. So. You know, so he's got to come all the way from Lackabash. You know, it's about 70-some K to the north end of the lake, right? So I'm standing out there like I'm at a bus stop waiting for this guy, right? And he, I jump in his truck, and he goes, well, where are you parked? I says, up here, you know, up at the trailer. He says, well, I'm not going in there. Who's going to get me out if I'm stuck, right? <laughs> so I says, come on, right? You know, he finally he says, He must have thought I was going to start crying because (laughs) he says, well, I'll try, right? So he went on my tracks and he's nose to nose with this Dodge. So he gets a, you know, a tie strap, you know, like toe strap out and we could barely get it moving, right? So he says, well, I'll back up. I'll turn around I'll back in and I'll use my winch cable, right? So he goes back to the road, backs up, runs out his winch.
2: What's that? No, no, we're no, just okay, listening. Just interference. Go ahead.
4: Oh, okay, sorry. So he runs out the winch cable and hooks are up, and we're 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 just man. These diesels are just singing. We're trying to get this thing going, and all of a sudden it's like we're going, we're moving, right? So I'm, you know, bouncing up in the seat like as if I was going to make it go faster. <laughs> and then it was like slow motion. All of a sudden the cable snaps, and it's coming at me. So here it comes, right? It takes out the grill, scratches the crap out of the hood, and smashes the windshield. <laughs> well,
2: wasn't this Chevy Chase's vacation? Yeah. <laughs> so, I,
4: I can't even make this up, right? Like I got a good imagination, but like it's just. So you know, we did finally get it out on the road. You know, like I I can put my finger through the windshield. Like it really did a mess on it, right? So, and like, we actually got it to move back and forth, and, you know, so fine. He, you know, we signed the bill. and So the next morning, like, we're just going to pack up, you know. the first thing in the morning, let's get this thing out of here, right? Wake up, it's a storm, right? And this empty truck, you know, like, the two-wheel, you know, these big trucks, these diesels are front-end heavy. And all I got is the rear wheels to push this thing. So... You know, Debbie says, well, here, here this, is, this is the insurance part here now, right? She says, well, at least we got insurance. You got insurance on it. And I looked at her, I says, oh, no, why would I do that? I'm an auto body mechanic. If I wreck it, I can fix it myself. Sure.
2: That'll buff right yeah. out.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it would have been nice. If, of course, I can fix it, but it would have been nice to have been paid to fix it, yeah.
2: right? So, wait a second. I'm- Did you actually fix it? Yeah, I fixed what? it. <laughs> so when you returned it, where they were like, well, it looks okay, but it was green when we rented it to you. Well, yeah.
4: No, I, I actually had to make it match. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's way better than anything I've ever done to a car to to hide damage. You, did, what is it, did you tell them you were fixing it? Well,
4: I had to break it to them, right? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Because I you know, he had to have it back like Monday morning and I says, Well, you know, I'm gonna be a little late because I scratched the tailgate and I'm waiting for one, it's back order. You know, it's just kind of BSing my way through this thing. I didn't tell him it needed a grill and a drive shaft <laughs> and a windshield and a box liner and you know, everything else, right? So So
1: do you get the insurance now when you when you rent a vehicle, Alan?
4: Oh, you got it. because, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good,
2: good. See now, had I been around uh, that situation, mm-hmm. I would have volunteered to return that vehicle for you, just for the comedic value oh, yeah. of that. When they do the inspection, then come back in. Well, we've got a problem. I'd be like, Well, what? what? What do you mean? What?
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's too funny. This
3: is warranty,
4: right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alan, thanks for the phone call. Awesome.
4: Uh- not a problem. Have a good Take one. Take it easy. <laughs> okay. Oh, my
1: Bye-bye. goodness. you going to back it into a tree. I would have stopped right there.
2: Do you know, I, I can't follow that story, but uh, but quickly I'll tell you that I, I we used to rent all the time when we went on the road for yuck yucks. Mm-hmm. They would insist, in fact, that we rent it. And I had a guy from Ontario in the car with me in a rental, and we are in Saskatchewan, and he was telling a story that was like as long as Alan's. Yeah. And I wanted to mention to him uh, that, by the way, it's really slippery, but I didn't want to interrupt his uh, story. So I didn't mention it to him. And just as he's finishing his story, he loses control of the car. It crosses the meridian and hits a truck and takes the side of our car off. Like literally just opens it like a sardine. Just takes it off, but doesn't hurt us. But now wind blowing in the car. And uh, like I say, we just phoned the rental place. And they were like, all right, well, is it drivable? And we're like, well, sort of. And they were like, well, if you can get it to PA, to Prince Albert. We'll replace it. So we drove it that way. We put plastic bags on the side and took our time and drove it up. And <laughs> It didn't steer properly either, which is really weird. Thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot of right-hand turns to the rest of that trip because that front end was a little damaged. But man, oh, those poor goodness. rental places, eh? Doesn't everybody hide something from them? You smoked in it when you said you weren't going to. There's a scratch that you covered no. with dirt. There, No way. Eh?
1: Although I did talk to someone not too long ago that covered... Um, uh, a, a scratch on the rental vehicle with what they they made up like bird poop
2: they, yeah. with, with mud, and toothpaste, something like toothpaste, mud and whatever. Twigs, that's right. And then
1: the person didn't want to touch it, right? Yeah, so exactly. It's... Yeah,
2: hmm, that, was, that sounds ingenious. Note,
1: note to self.
2: Not sure who that was, but that sounds ingenious.
0: <laughs> that was you. <laughs> yeah, that was, me. was you. I remember
3: that
1: now.
0: <laughs> Not guilty. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Welcome back to the 630
2: Chad Afternoon News. I'm so pleased to be able to say both Jalen Nye and I in uh, for the entire show this afternoon. It's been a while, Jalen and I, but it sure is nice to have you sitting on the other side of the table.
1: Yes, I'm happy to be
2: here. And I'm happy to be in the react seat instead of the act seat. <laughs> I don't know if we call it that, but...
1: We can now.
2: Yeah, we might as well. Uh, hey, speaking of reacting, I wonder if you wanted to touch upon... I know it's on our Facebook page and people are starting to comment already. You've heard the story on 630Chad. Canadian Professional Rodeo Association has rejected CFR's partnership offer. And you'll recall when this first came up. Now, we've hosted the CFR for what 42 years years, yeah this will be the 43rd coming up and it's still going to happen for 43 but it appears as though there's a, a great chance that it won't happen in Edmonton, at least, for, 40, for the 44th year. And, and you'll recall when the story first came out, Rexall was being repurposed, and they were talking about, well, where would the CFR go? Mm. And the plan was that Northlands would move the CFR to Rogers Place, the new arena downtown, keep farm fair at the Northlands Expo Center. I don't know if that's the aspect of the deal that's... Distasteful to the CFR, but they had their board has voted on it and said no. And from what I've heard, it's more of a money issue than anything that we the city has not stepped up with enough money to keep the to keep the uh, CFR here. I wondered how you felt about it. Well,
1: I think that. it's a shame. I I do. I think it's a shame that uh, the CFR won't be here after what this year, right? So uh, they'll be here. Well, may this, not
2: be here, because uh, what they're going to do is this. They they had an opportunity.
1: I thought it was scheduled to be back in Rexall Place this fall, but moved to a different Correct. city next year, right?
2: Well, no, no, not... Schedule two, they, uh, CFR, uh, sorry, Northlands was given an opportunity and then an extension to come up with a bid that would keep it here in Edmonton. That has come and, and gone. March mm. 1st was the expiry date for that opportunity. So now any offer that they had put on the table is off the table. So we're starting from scratch now, and they're going to put out requests for quotation mm. to several cities, including Edmonton. And now everyone will have an opportunity, other cities will have an opportunity to step up and make a better deal than Edmonton last offered. So Edmonton has an opportunity opportunity here to sweeten the pot However, it needs to be sweetened to uh, to keep CFR here. But other cities will have an opportunity to beat that offer now.
1: And, and it's hard to 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 make a, to pass judgment on it when you don't know what the what the deal is and what the money, mm-hmm. what the financials were, and everything. Overall, though, I think it's uh, if we lose CFR, I think I think it's a shame. I mean, it's uh, there's been a long a history. A lot of people love going to that. A lot of people love being around. It Brings in uh, quite a bit of money to the city, but. You know, at times, change can be good.
2: Yeah, I guess. Uh, it
1: would just be, uh, I think, kicking the butt for Edmonton. It,
2: it is, because Calgary has the stampede. Mm-hmm. We have the CFR. Uh, Michael Oshry, I know, said this morning, he was tweeting a little bit about it, that it's not a moneymaker for the city uh, itself. Not for the city of Edmonton, but it is a moneymaker for a lot of businesses mm-hmm. within the city of Edmonton. Um, but he wanted to make it clear that the city itself does not profit from having the CFR here. But to me, it sort of falls in the same category. But your
1: hotels do, your, your hotels, business people, your restaurants. your restaurants. Absolutely. It brings money to the city.
2: Sure. Uh, plus, you know, combine that with the fact that they're getting rid of uh, Northland Park mm-hmm. uh, horse racing. It just feels like a lot of our heritage is being forgotten or mm-hmm. or, or let go. And and again, you know, I'm sure the city uh, and Northland's negotiated in the best faith possible and came up with the best offer that they thought that they could come up with. But it simply wasn't enough. So are we prepared now as a city just to say goodbye to the CFR? I mean, I, I, obviously, we as citizens can't step up and offer any help in negotiation. But would you be sad to see it go? And I would be because I think it's a major event. I think it's a, a major, at least North American, not international perhaps, but a, a major North mm-hmm. American event. I have a lot of friends that are involved in one way or another with it. And, yeah, I'm sad I'm, I'm sad that the possibility exists and, and maybe even the likelihood that it won't be here for Yeah and pass next year. I think it's a loss.
1: And again, I'd I'd like to see a little bit more of the numbers and what it is that actually they turned down and and wonder, you know, is there someone at fault? Was the proposal not good enough? Was the association decided, no, it's, you know, maybe they wanted more. Yeah,
2: because here's the thing, and I think perhaps we maybe will never have the answer to that, only because I think through the process, you make an offer. And they accept or reject it. Yeah. In this case, they rejected it. I don't think there was a sit-down negotiation in which they went, we need you to come up with this or this or this. I think they were simply, hey, give us your best offer. We, The city of mm. Northlands did, and it wasn't good enough. So, you know, as Michael Oshry, as I say, was saying this morning, you know, we, how much more money can you throw at this thing? We don't make money on it. But do we always have to? I know it's hard economic times, and we don't want to be spending money on it, on, on stuff that doesn't help the average citizen, um you know, benefit but this is such a major event for Edmonton.
1: Well, then that's what I was just saying. So if the city itself doesn't generate you know, if you're looking at that thing, if you know, the City Hall. If City Hall is not meeting but the fact of the matter is in a difficult time in a difficult time when people aren't spending a, a lot of money when they're saying, Okay, you know what, maybe we're not gonna go out to restaurants, dinners or to go you know, buy stuff. Um this would be mm-hmm. another loss That's true. it would be another loss because again let's let's be real here thousands come to the city they yep. rent out the hotel rooms yep. they they go to our restaurants they go to our malls they go to you know all of that sort of stuff you are losing that cash exactly. influx right
2: exactly and then the other thing is that we don't I at least when I say we, I think many Edmontonians don't want to slide backwards into being Mm Edmonton, you know, where we don't have as many world class events. Where we're saying, okay, because of the economic times, we're going to let this get away. Because once it's gone, you're not getting it back. We we have it now, and now would be the time to come up with the offer that would keep it here. Otherwise, we're just competing to take it away from somebody else, Saskatoon, Mm -hmm. Regina, whoever. I, I don't know it just and, and I know yesterday unrelated perhaps but along the same lines so Horlack Park is no longer gonna have they have no they've dropped the plans now to put a, a sprinkler a splash, par, park, a splash park or whatever and again I'm not and I understand that we're trying to save money I understand that people are you know without work and that we're in hard economic times but these kind of things are around for a long time they'll when economic times return good times return You want to live in a city that has these kind of things, and and you know, the timing for them is never good because they take so long, you know. Is Flash
1: Park, though, uh, a priority for the people of
2: Edmonton right now? Probably not, but uh, Horlack Park is one of those parks that when you go to it for Mm -hmm. something, you wonder why you don't go to it more. It, It just seems like it's another feature of Edmonton that we should already be very proud of, and it would be another reason for people to go to Horlack Park. But again, I'm not necessarily an advocate for a splash park. I I just think that
1: I know when we've talked about it in the past, there's a lot of parents out there and grandparents that, yep. that want to have a place to take their kid, and there's not a whole much. So I think there was talk about putting, a, if I remember correctly, a splash park at Le, Louise McKinney that's Park right. there a couple of years yep. back with the, you know, spinning clown heads and whatever it is and that that's, that's there. Um, my question on, on that one is how many people are going there mm-hmm. and where, where do you park and that sort of stuff. Now, Horlock is such a huge it is. park, and there is parking. Yep. Um, Um, And, you know... I, th- that's a that's a kind of place for for me. I could see a family going and spending an entire day, and many do. Yeah, but yeah. I just to me is is what was it five million dollars? Yeah, for splash park. Well, well that's just at this a, point. A, I don't know.
2: No, I mean remember back when they were going to put a beach? wasn't wasn't that in Horlock Park as mm-hmm. well? They're going to put a beach, and at that time, mayor the mayor was Mandel. Stephen Mandel, and the quote came in, and he couldn't believe it was going to be several million dollars to truck in some bags of sand. So we put the kibosh on it, and that I agreed with because it's just. Okay, st- that's stupid. How come every time the city, the province, or the country does something it costs a well, hundred on times of the fact more. that that
1: lake I mean was just a goose slough for the longest time, exactly. right There was concerns over actually being able to swim in it and when the triathlons and that were here the you know, things had to be
2: yeah dredged up and taken care of and and I would just add to the conversation that there's never really ever a good time to spend. Public money on things like that because there'll always be an issue that we should be dealing with. But if you wait until all issues are resolved, then you won't have those kind of things in your city because there's always going to be an industry that's suffering, there's always going to be uh, homeless, there's always going to be other issues in the city where you say, Well, why isn't the money better spent there? But you know, for for the citizens of the city, you want to live in a city that isn't Edmonton. You want to live in a city that's world-class, that's got great amenities. That does amenities. have other things. You, yeah. know,
1: you know, we need great roads. We need great streets. We need good, great infrastructure. But it's exactly. the... It's the it would, would it be fair to call it the gravy? Yeah, yeah it, 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 it is it's gravy. It's really the gravy.
2: And I and, and listen, I don't know if it's the Calgary Stampede. I, I, it certainly couldn't be the Flames or, or the Stampeders. But every time you get asked in a foreign country where you're from, and you say... Alberta, they always go Calgary. Yeah, you know Edmonton. It just seems like still you have to explain where Edmonton is. righty. it's two fifty
1: three here. We'll take a break here, Dell. We'll get to your phone call and then some of your comments coming in at six thirty. Six thirty.
0: You're listening to the Six Thirty Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on Six Thirty Chad, Edmonton's Breaking News and Conversation Station.
1: We or we got talking about the the CFR and the fact that it rejected uh, the partnership offer from the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group, in the city. Um, we have an, and then we got talking about spray parks as well. Just mm-hmm. talking about really where money should be spent in the city. Dell's on the phone. Hi, Dell. I have about 30 seconds.
4: Uh,
3: you
5: you guys realize you are talking about our city council, the biggest collection of clowns that you could imagine. <laughs> it seems to be every time it's something shiny they all go Ooh, we need that we need that we need that but when it actually comes to the cost they don't stop and think about it until it shows up And they're like oh that's really expensive i don't know if we can do that and then the next shiny thing comes along we have rundle park how much promotion does rundle park get it's three times the size of horwack no promotion nothing but did you know they have a swimming pool down there you know they have paddle boats down there
2: did I know that? No, uh, but I will tell you. And a couple of people texted saying that spray parks, for example, are better suited to small neighborhood mm-hmm. parks. And and again, I don't know the cost versus usage data, but I do know that out my way, uh, in some of this, the neighborhoods, they did put at least one, perhaps two spray parks in. And whenever I'm cycling in the summer, those things are packed yeah, with tons kids. Of people in there. Really popular.
5: Even even the little old waiting pool they had over at Borden Park near me. Things date from the 1950s, and in the summertime, there's 4,000 little kids there. Yeah, I know. But they don't spend any money upgrading that park. Meanwhile, they're worrying about a beach at Horlack Park. The reason that beach didn't go through, they discovered that in the winter, ice comes down the river and would clear all the sand away. And then if you do it on the internal pond, that you would actually get a stagnating pool. So you couldn't do it either way.
1: Dell, thanks for the phone call. Need to take a break here for 3 o'clock news. A couple of your texts, though, just coming in saying farm fair will be done in a couple of years, anyhow. Rodeo gone, horse racing gone, spring farm and ranch show gone. Writings on the wall, people. Poor judgment, in my opinion. That's from Calvin in Athabasca.